0: Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. I'm so excited to welcome Shay Smith to the podcast today. Shay is a leadership um oh wait, sorry. I already forgot because <laughs> It's okay. Leadership coach, business coach. I kind of do it all cuz Okay. I was like cuz I think you said yeah. business but I said leadership cuz I think I was just looking at that on your website. I saw Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. Did she you You say... <laughs> can say exactly what it says on there. Let's just okay, see. Yes, not... <laughs> okay, awesome. Sorry. going to start over. Okay. I'm so excited to have Shay Smith on the podcast today. Shay is a speaker and leadership coach and has a lot of things, I think, to share with us all today. So Shay, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat. Awesome. Yeah, I... um. Well, let's start by, I always like to let somebody kind of give a little introduction, because obviously, like I say, like what you are, but um, (laughs) I like to let you introduce yourself a little bit more (laughs) beyond that, because I know there's so much more to you than, you know, your one sentence title. So start by telling us really what you're all about. and, And from there, feel free to like, maybe give us a little bit of the background of like how you actually started your business, like
1: how you got into this. Of course. Well, as you said, my name is Shay Smith and I absolutely love helping women, female entrepreneurs use systems to simplify their life and business. Because I find that working with entrepreneurs, especially we just get so busy. And so I really love helping kind of clear out the nonsense because in my opinion, the world needs your projects and your passion projects and your ambition. And I just like to help kind of clear that out for people. And that really stems from my growth as an entrepreneur over the last like 10 years. I was actually a TV producer and loved my job and kind of ended up accidentally falling into a direct sales business that I absolutely love the mission of that company. But from there, it really, um, got my you know feet wet with what it means to be an entrepreneur. So I ended up retiring from producing and started a coaching business in addition to my other business as well, and have just reconnected with this love of leadership and helping women really own their authority and their leadership in whatever business they're doing even if that means they're in a season where they're home with their kids i've got two young girls who are about three and five now their birthday's coming up and we actually travel for my husband's job he's still in the entertainment industry and so we kind of go wherever the shows go and so it's really important to me to be able to help women that have all these different passions coming together and being able to do it very well without sacrificing, you know, their mental health and or sacrificing time with their families, if that's their priority right now, or sacrificing their passion project. And so it's kind of this whole ball of goodness that sometimes gets tangled, but we love to help really streamline things in my own life. And so I love encouraging other women in those areas as well.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that's, yeah, it's what we all
1: need. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Just a buddy to say like, you're doing it right. I love if I could just be some somebody's hype girl and cheerleader all day long. That is my dream.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So how is there any, like, tell us about like how you went from being a TV producer to, I know you said first you got, got into kind of a, another business and then from there went into coaching. Right. But like what, Yeah, how did that like, I don't know, like
1: <laughs> what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Around, no, like, I know. Was there what anything the world from happened?
0: your past life that like helped you into kind of turning, you know, turning your passion into coaching or like that you used that um, you know, skills or or anything like that that like kind of led into it, or were you just like, I want to make a total shift and like just jumped into, you know, coaching totally separately?
1: I was perfectly happy doing what I was doing. I was a T, like I said, I was a TV producer. I was working on um, fun shows and just kind of in that grind. But what I realized was I was working crazy hours. And some days I would go into the office that had no windows and you could, I, you could have told me there was a snowstorm in Los Angeles and I would not have said, been able to say otherwise. Right. And so I wanted more options for my life. I wanted more, I know time freedom gets thrown around a lot, but just, I wanted to be making a difference and having something a little bit more meaningful. And so this was about, gosh, six years ago or so, seven years. And I, like I said, had found a company that was really advocacy focused and it just kind of lit a fire within me. And I got really excited about having some different options. And so it was this first kind of pattern interrupt that I thought, you know what, I'm going to step over here and it wasn't supposed to be a a full-time job. I just kind of kept taking one step in front of the other. And then eventually I started looking at, wait a minute, I'm just getting exchanging time for money in this producing job. And I can be building my own business over here and helping women in the process. And so we're all you know, raising up together. And I just kind of got really obsessed with that idea that I could have this expansive life. And so in the particular direct retail company, um, I noticed in the kind of online business space in general, as there's a shift in the market where more people are adding social selling to their empires, if you will, mm-hmm. for all sorts of reasons, there seemed like this big gap of women that I started um, to be working with and working around where I'd been in these leadership roles. I mean, I was in student government since third grade, all the way through every single year, I could do it at school, I was working as a producer and managing a team. And so I was really used to these roles. Yet I saw this, this real gap in the business world in the online space specifically, where women didn't feel like leaders. And we kind of look at this term called an accidental leader. And I just thought, you know what? I have to come alongside these women because if I can help encourage them to own that authority as a leader, boom, their business is going to change. Their lives are going to change. And it's not a hard shift. And oftentimes it just takes a couple of strategies and some encouragement to kind of get there because they're already running these big businesses and really important work is being done. And I would hate for that to just fall to the wayside simply because people are, falling into these positions where they didn't know that they were going to be leading a business, leading a home, leading a team in different capacities. And so that's kind of where the coaching business stemmed from. I was really seeing that need and that that problem of like, hey, there's some real strategies that we can put in here and systems to really allow women to continue to run their businesses without losing their minds, you know?
0: Yeah. And I love that term, the accidental leader, accidental yes. leadership. Because I think that's something I've seen so much i mean i think it's something i felt myself like i never set out to start a business like never mm-hmm. set out to start like an agency um mm-hmm. or to have like employees or ever considered that when i first started my business and i mean things change i feel like once you start a business just like things change like what you want changes what you want to build changes over time and i know some people go into a business with like you know a very well thought out business plan. And they've thought about five years ahead and what they're going to want to do. And and know that from the very beginning, like that they want to build a team, but there's a lot of people who start out kind of like on their own and never expected that they're going to want to like build beyond that. And then something else like happens or life changes or whatever it is where they're like, actually, I want to build this into more. And those, yeah, it's like a whole different, it's a whole different thing.
1: <laughs> exactly. Another. Exactly. And I'm I mean if you think about business today where you don't have to have a five-year ten-year plan you don't have to get um you know capital to start businesses in every aspect these days like you can have an idea and run with it right with some of these different options that are out there and that's fantastic but then that puts so much on the the business owner right like you said you don't set out to run a business and then all of a sudden it's like it feels like an overnight shift right where it's like, I just had this idea and now I have a team cause I need the support to be able to keep doing it. But how am I supposed to do that? And I don't know how to pay people and I don't know how to do all these things. And then come the imposter thoughts, right? And we've all struggled with it. If you are in growth mode at all, you know what I'm talking about because every time we take that step out, we're like, I don't know who am I to be doing this. And that's where that kind of accidental leadership comes in where you're like, I, I shouldn't even be here, right? Who am I to be leading this business or this team? and you are in fact the perfect person you are so positioned to impact your community right where you are and so if you're listening to this just know i'm talking to you absolutely to you that you are a leader and you need to be there so just own it and i know it's easier said than done to just say okay you're a leader just go for it but i'm telling you because it's the sooner that you kind of own that and then say okay i'm doing this and i don't have to be perfect i don't have to know the answers um that's not what leadership is about you know leadership is being the point person saying okay i'm going to say we're going to keep going and i know at least who to ask to get answers or how to figure stuff out. And that's what being a leader is. Um, and just, I don't know, I would, like I said, I just want to encourage people to keep going with it.
0: Yeah. I think, um, well, I want to get into like, how, like how you do that or like what you suggest people do in a second, but yeah, I mean, I just want to say again, like, not to bring it back to me, but (laughs) like, I I just like, as a, as like, I feel like that's like a perfect example. Like, I I haven't really thought about this, but like when I started my business, and again, I feel like this is the case for so many people, I was like, I just want to work for myself. I don't want to have to like, um, you know, answer to someone or anything like that. I want to be able to like decide what I want to do and how I want to do it and, you know, work with clients of course. So like sort of answering to them, I guess, but not like a boss or even employees. I was like, I don't want anyone like who has who I have to kind of like, uh, you know, tell them what I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, throughout the day or anything like that, like be beholden to someone else. But then, um, then I had my son and I was like, wait a minute, like, I don't want to be a mom and like the only person in charge of everything in my business. Like I want help. So I need actually to have somebody or, and, or have a team to be doing the work because I don't wanna be the person having to like do all the right. work all the time. Like I wanna be able to pick my son up from school. And for me, like it was like that kind of like really major shift where it still really had nothing to do with like a desire to wanna to build a business back then. Like this is like eight, nine years, eight, probably like nine, eight, seven, eight years ago. Um, I didn't like have a desire to create a big business at that time but I knew I didn't wanna be the only person doing everything, <laughs> so that's where it came from for me. Yeah. But I still wasn't like thinking of it in a mindset of like, oh, I'm building a team or I'm building an agency that didn't come for another couple of years. Um, but yeah, I was then a leader or like in charge of other exactly. people because I, because I wanted just wanted help. Um, And so I feel like that's really common for a lot of people, especially as like people become parents or have some other yeah. like shift in their life where they realize, just the structure of the business might need to change a little bit to be what makes sense for your life at that point in time or something, even if it's not what you had necessarily expected. Um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're thrown into all those things. Like, wait a minute, how do I actually run a company that's bigger than just me? So yeah, let's like, what is, is there kind of like a first step or like a first thing? Is that imposter kind of syndrome feeling? One of the first things that you try to address, like you said, Oh, wait, I don't hear you. Are you still Sorry, Did
1: I cut you off? Can you hear me now? Yes. Sorry, something weird happened. Okay, okay. sorry. Can you ask that question again? Um,
0: I'm sorry, I just- (laughs) just I'm uh, so sorry. No, I think I said, wait, they can edit, they can probably edit the question (laughs) to be how it was. And you can just answer, but basically, um, I think I was saying like, is there kind of like a first step that you find you have to start? Like when you're helping somebody who's like, wait a minute, like someone who's like feeling like they're in that accidental leadership role. Like, is there kind of like a first step or a first thing you try to address? Or is, is that imposter syndrome kind of piece? Like the first thing that you kind of would talk about or is there any kind of like first step where you're like here's what we should try to figure out to make you feel comfortable in this role or you know situation that you're now
1: in right absolutely and so instead of it just being you know one linear step it's kind of a a whole strategy and it i use the acronym boss just to help remember, even when I'm doing this check in my own business, because there's no such thing as just, okay, I'm a leader now, and I'm never going to doubt being a leader or leading my business, or it's all going to be perfect from here, right? And even if you don't have a team right now, you can practice being a leader in your business, because people will come, right? And that growth will come. And so it's okay to exercise that muscle now. So the B stands for building on wins. And that is really just taking a look at what worked What's working in your business? What worked from last month? You know, celebrate those big and the small wins. I think celebration is a huge part of business that people just ignore because we're pushing to get to those next milestones, which isn't inherently bad. But we can feel like, as we're trying to own this, you know, think of this role as being a leader. Sometimes we're we're kind of each month picking up our business as as, as if we're starting from scratch, right? really looking at what's already working will help you get into that mindset of like, okay, I can do this because I'm already doing this, right? Chances are, if you're struggling with being an accidental leader, you're not on day one of your business. But even if you are, you can kind of start to look at this. How can you build momentum to continue to get to the top of those mountains that you're working towards? Okay. So the O in our boss acronym is, stands for own the role. And this is all about how are you talking to yourself? And I know this seems like super silly and easily overlooked, but really, how are you talking to yourself? Are you pumping yourself up as a leader or are you trying to unravel that? Or even more so, are you allowing other people to talk about you like you are a leader? Or is your friend saying, oh man, it looks like you're killing it over there. And you're like, oh no, it's just this. It's just that. It's just luck. I'm just, you know, working hard. Mm-hmm. Let people pump you up, right? Right. Are you ready to show up? And are you positioned to move this month? Like really own that role. The first S is a schedule check. And this is really just about logistics. Do a time audit, see what you can delegate or delete from your list right now in this season. And just do a check. Are you being fulfilled with the time that you're spending in your work? Because really, if we can stay in that good space with that time to work. Um, like you said, if, you're, if you've are if you got kids come in and all that kind of stuff, you want to make sure that you're on top of that because it's going to allow you to feel like the leader because you're going to be on top of your game rather than just being reactive all the time. And then the final S is for setup support. And I absolutely love the quote from James Clear from Atomic Habits. It's a must read if you are a leader or going to be managing anybody or any sort of business. And that quote is, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Your goal is the desired outcome. Your system is the collection of daily habits that get you there. And what I love about that daily habits that'll get you there piece is that this kind of takes the pressure off you having to do some big leadership thing in your business every single day, right? It's the little things that add up to really solidify your role as a leader in all of these different areas. So again, that BOSS acronym is build on wins, own the role do a schedule check, and set up support. And these four areas will help keep you in that mindset and you'll be able to see the results of your leading well in your business.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's so fun. I love an acronym.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, man, with a with as much as we come, comes at us every day now, I'm like, anything to help remember things, I'm in.
0: Seriously, especially when it's like something you have to kind of like, like I can see like kind of, either like writing that down probably (laughs) so that I would see it regularly or like kind of going through it, like on a regular basis, at least at first to kind of get used to it because especially if it's not like, you know, not things that that are automatic for you or that feel natural for you. Like if you are one of those people who's like, Oh, no big deal. You know, I'm just doing what I can. Like, I know, you know what I need to own it. And like, I need to kind of remind myself of that every day. Like I could see that being really helpful.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I hope it's helpful for people. And I think just that idea that being a leader isn't something you are, or you aren't like, it's okay to plan for it. It's okay to grow at that skill, right? It's okay to say, you know what? I didn't feel like one yesterday and today I'm going to plan on being a leader in my business and plan this way and and really put some structure to support me in that growth.
0: Yes. It's a decision, right? It's a decision Mm -hmm. you can make on any day or, or every day and just kind of step into that role and that mindset. Exactly. Anything that you, like some of those, um, that last one kind of stood out to me in terms of like, you know, your daily habits, like it's the things you do that are going to actually make you be that leader. Or like, like have you step into that leadership? Are there any like daily habits or, or routines or things like that, that you feel like people tend to adopt like first or that are the most helpful? Or like, if somebody's like, what's one thing I should do every day? Like, are there, is there kind of, I know it
1: probably depends for each person, but kind of some basic ones. Yeah. I would take the pressure off every day, unless you're talking about like washing your face or giving yourself that time to, you know, breathe. Um, and that's really where a lot of my stuff started was literally even just being like, Oh, I don't have time to wash my face and taking those three minutes to be like, I'm going to take a deep breath before I start my day. And I can actually get my head right. Mm-hmm. Um, But a weekly strategy that I absolutely love to help people start with is celebration, which again, seems like something that It's just easy to put to the wayside, but pick one day. I I share often on my Instagram, Wednesday wins. And that is just to hold a space for people to come and share their wins. Because one, I think as an entrepreneur, it's really easy to just keep moving forward and just focusing on moving the needle forward, moving the needle forward. That if you're not looking back at all, it's going to feel like you're not getting anywhere because if you just want more or bigger or better, you're never going to get two more, right? There's always more and more, right? There's always bigger. And if you are looking back on a regular basis to celebrate a win from the last week, it'll start to create that momentum, even if you haven't achieved your big goals in your business, especially if you haven't achieved those big goals. And again, it sounds like something that you can just push to the wayside, but please don't just try to implement it this week and take a look at, even if it's like, you know what? I really needed to negotiate my phone bill or my phone plan, and you sat on through that two hour call that it ends up being, or you made the call to the doctor, schedule the doctor's appointment, or it can be the logistics of the stuff. You finally got the oil changed in your car. It's okay to say, you know what? I was able to manage my time and get to the shop. And now my car is safe to drive and I can get from my meetings to my meetings um and without worrying. That's a win, right? Yet it's easier to focus on the gaps in our business and where we're not yet. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm so passionate about celebrating because it just especially as women giving you the permission to celebrate and say i did this and i did it well and i'm awesome and it's okay that i'm still growing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think that's like I feel like people say that a lot. Like that's often something that we talk about is like how we don't really celebrate those things. Like <laughs> so you just mm-hmm. like okay, on to the next thing. Is there any way that you like if there's like a big win in your business, like do you have any like big win celebrations, like something you do if like something really great happens?
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends on the person and the win, right? I think there's a variety of ways. Like if you're trying to maybe save in your business and still be super budget friendly, maybe you're not gonna go and plan a trip or go on a fancy, um, you know, go to a fancy restaurant or buy a fancy bag maybe it is, you know what, I'm going to take my friend to coffee and say, look, I celebrated this and I'm super excited that I just accomplished this. I just launched the course. I just booked that brand deal and just get physically in a different space. And so your brain knows that this is different, right? Mm -hmm. The worst thing that we can do is treat it like it's any other day. Cause then our brain remembers like, okay, we worked our butts off and we got, we had all the sacrifice and um, it was really exhausting. And then we got it, but nothing changed. And so the next time you do that, it's gonna be more exhausting, right? So even if you just get in a different spot, have your own dance parties, do something to change your state. Now, I'm also a big fan of treating yourself, whether that is even just like a special coffee for the day or that fun meal at that restaurant you've been wanting to try or that special bag or whatever your you know shoes, whatever your thing is, that's okay too. Cause then every time you see that special treat, or remember going to that restaurant, you're going to remember what it took to get you there and how good that felt. So whatever's going to make you feel good.
0: And that's a good point. I love that idea of like something that will remind you of it every time you see it. Like, like that's that makes me like the idea of like a bag or like something that you would use on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Or maybe it's like a special bag that you're only going to use like when you go out like on special occasions or something like that. But then every time you see it or use it, you're like, oh yeah, this is like what I got when I did this or that. Or when yes, I did this I... milestone.
1: Exactly. I used some funds from a big deal that I got for a flower delivery service. And I got to actually support a local mom in my area who was just getting started with her business. And so that was a really fun connection as well. So every week, this beautiful bouquet would show up at my house and it obviously doesn't last forever. Right. But I got that reminder and had that moment to celebrate, which again, created that momentum because I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop Literally smell the roses sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And celebrate that things are moving, things are growing, and there is beauty in this process. And that's right now. You can find success at every spot in your business. I am sure of it, even if it feels so minute, right? But soon enough you'll look back and it's been five, 10, 15 years. It's been even just mm-hmm. turning around and it's all of a sudden the end of the year. We're into, you know, we're at the end of the year going to a new year and a lot has changed. Right. And so just enjoy it and give yourself permission and encourage other people too. we know our brain thrives on that when we encourage other people. So, um, it only comes back in, in goodness for yourself as well.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You get me thinking like, (laughs) I feel like it's just, we're so like, oh, but I still haven't done this. I still haven't done that. And like, really, oh my gosh, if you think back to all the things we did this year, we all deserve a little something probably. (laughs) And oh, I absolutely! we we'll look at it like this.
1: Flowers, like every, isn't that great? To, oh my gosh! I, I thought because I, I at one point, and you should absolutely do this if you're wanting to leave your business in a team and look at what success actually looks like. What you want to feel that success? What is you know when you get there? What is that going to feel like? Mm-hmm. And I had a flower delivery service on my list, and I thought, you know what? I'm a mom of. I mean, at the time, my girls were like, you know almost zero and two kind of a thing. And I thought I'm never going to have that much money to spend just on myself on something that feels so frivolous and meaningless. and It's not going to just support our family. Right. And it's one of those crazy things. I'm sure you've heard it. You know, your five-year plan becomes your one-year plan. Your one-year plan becomes your one month plan. And as I focused on that things aligned and I took that, um, like I said, that big win and celebrated it in that way. And then it just propelled me forward. It was incredible what happened. And I'm uh, you know, wouldn't go as far as to say flowers will change your life, but that act and that being continually putting myself in that position to celebrate and be celebrated really changed my perspective because it does, it's encouraging, right? And we need to do everything we can to be lifted up as we're pushing forward because the business world is tough, right? And to say, Hey, I'm going to do something different and I'm going to do it in my way for my team. And we are going to impact a community in a particular way it's tough because a lot of times you're doing things that no one's ever done in that way before and that's okay Uh, but think of it instead of you're walking straight up a a tall mountain and straight down the other side because you know if it's super steep you're not going to do that right you're going to start walking in circles around it to get further and further up the mountain right Mm -hmm. and so inevitably you're going to be on the same sides of the mountain but if you're paying attention to where you are, you will have gained some perspective, right? You will have gained some height on that mountain. You're not at the top yet, but there are things that you've learned and grown from. And it's important to look at that because it's how you're gonna get to that next level.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. I I feel, I totally feel what you just said right then. And I can yeah. like picture it and I can like feel it and imagine it and I know exactly what you mean. And that's so, so good to keep in mind. That's really, I love that. Mm. (laughs) I love that. Like, cause yeah, sometimes we do feel like, oh my gosh, like I've been here before, like whatever it is, right? Like, oh, I need to raise my prices and that feels hard or like, Mm -hmm. oh, I lost a client and now I need to get a new client or or like one client ended. and Now I need like a new client. And it's like, why does this? So it feels like a cycle, right? But then if you look back and you think like, wait, but last time I had to raise my prices, like my prices were much lower, right? Like what I, what I'm at Mm. now felt like the, the thing that was like the daunting amount to raise to, and I did it. And I've learned so much from having done that before. And, and now it's a slightly different situation, even though it feels like, you know, having to deal with that same tough thing again. Um,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And just take a second and reframe that, right? Like, you know, I'm finished with this client contract and now I have to get a new one. I'm so thankful I got to serve that client. You know what, now I have to you know, uh, up my pricing, but that's going to allow me to better serve the clients that I do have.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
1: it's going to allow me to show up in these different ways. And I know it sounds crazy to just that, that tweak in verbiage, but it's how we're talking to ourselves and about ourselves that really can make a big difference because then it feels like it gets into that icky spot of like, Oh, I just, I'm not trying to, you know, it's not a money grab. Like you need to be able to run your business and have the team and support to adequately support your clients. Right. And so it's okay to say, okay, this is hard. I've done it before. This is hard, I, I'm i excited for the change that it comes. And even I had a client that was had to raise her prices and put some minimums, um, she's a private chef, and she was losing some of her initial clients because it was a different threshold, but she was able to serve fewer people really, really well, instead of a lot of people poorly, which wasn't, it was just exhausting everybody involved. And so it's tough, but to celebrate, you know what, I'm coming more in alignment with my goals, my values and how I can and show up. And really that's going to bring the longevity, which again, brings me back to where we started of, I love helping women with this because I, you know, it's, it's so hard to see when, when women get burned out and they have to shut down their business mm-hmm. because you are serving so many people. And it's those, Changes that are tough that make you that leader, that strong leader in your business, but it's also going to make the big difference in how well your business, uh, how successful your business is, right?
0: Right. And I think it's important to keep in mind like, there are always shifts we can make. There are always like those mindset changes or those tough decisions in the business that feel hard, but it's like not impossible. And like, when you get to the point where you're like, oh gosh, this like, isn't working or, you know, whatever that feels like. And it feels like, okay, I should just, I have to shut down or whatever, like this, like I, maybe I'm not going to run a business anymore. Like, yeah, that always is a decision. And there's always like those little, like starting out with those little tweaks that, Can make all the difference and then of course some big tweaks too or you know whatever big changes you need to make but it's always doable like it's always something you have control over and that you can change or fix or tweak in some way and that can be all the difference between like literally nothing or like finding that success
1: exactly you hit the nail on the head i love that
0: what about so uh, what about like um i love the whole kind of just celebrating your wins and we we can talk about it either in terms of that or really any other piece of it but like when it comes to like involving your team itself or you know even if you have one other person you know say you've hired one person or or you have a team of you know five or ten people um and you're still like you know you still feel like you are that accidental leader um are there certain ways like when it comes to you know having the flowers delivered to your house every week but certain things you can do to kind of like incorporate your team more into some of that stuff or things you can do? I guess I'm not even sure like what I'm trying to ask, but like certain things you can do that almost like help boost your leadership, uh, like, you know, feeling confident in your leadership ability or skills or role with your team
1: or helping to get them involved in, in those ways. Yeah, it's just ask a lot of questions. Ask what they're good at. Ask what lights them up. Maybe their position that they're in right now doesn't hit all of those points, but if you can find ways to keep them in that space within their role as much as possible, the better response you're gonna have from them and the, you know, ability to keep them in their gifting and their skill set is going to be huge for you and your business and your relationship working together. Inviting them to be in some leadership, even if it's not being the leader and manager of the team, how can they lead within your business, in your office? Like maybe you are meeting in person or maybe they're still online. You know, maybe someone loves, you know, planning events and they can plan a monthly, the monthly coffee chat with, you know, your team, right? Or maybe they get to um, be in charge of how you celebrate birthdays in your, in your company. It can be as simple as that. And I think a lot of times we get, we overlook things like that because we're not in, you know, school or something where we're like, oh, we're going to have a party every time it's somebody's birthday, but acknowledging people and making it human and real and saying, look, you're not just the coordinator of this department. You are a valid person in this business and you are a leader for X, Y, and Z reasons. So shouting out the leadership things that you see in them. And that doesn't make you not the leader that is just elevating them. And when people feel acknowledged and feel like they can be shattered out in these different ways that they that also light them up, there's going to be that momentum, again, um, created in those different ways. And if you can keep kind of those momentum, those those plates spinning, if you will, on boosting people up, the better it's going to be for everybody, right? The more involved you're, they're going to get, the more loyalty there's going to be, and the more impact that you're going to make, not just in the work that you're doing externally, but within your community, within your company. And I think that's so far so much overlooked is that there's this, you know, this impact that we're trying to make outwardly. And that's all well and good, but if you could also influence the people that are working with you, I mean, the better your business is going to be. Because just think about it: if you're elevating them when you are on the ground level of your business, and then you get, you know, all of the clients that you ever ever, ever want, and all the deals that you ever want, and then now you have this huge staff. Boom! You've already started training your next level of leaders, right?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, and I love that idea of like giving everybody. Um like control over something sort of, I don't know, That's not the word I wanted to use, but like giving everybody like a sense of being, yeah, owning something or, you know, or, you know, not maybe everybody, but if they're the kind of person who likes that or who would be encouraged by that, like giving someone a sense of ownership over even a small project, like planning the birthdays, like I can totally see that. That helps people feel like build, build their confidence. And it also, I feel like it, I see how it kind of almost helps cement like your role as in in your leadership too. Uh, in terms of like, I feel like anytime you have um, um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> like, I feel like anytime you kind of incorporate things like that, like as you said, like it's not school, but like we celebrate birthdays. Like when you have like different um, oh my god, why am I? I'm like really losing my words today. <laughs> Whenever you can like start little routines or um, like oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess routines maybe, Uh, (laughs) but like, you know, this is how we do this. Like, you know, like this is how our company does this, like little, um, this is how we operate. Yeah. Like operating procedures. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. Um, And, and when you can have somebody else own that too, especially it's like, I don't know, just, I think that's really nice. Um, It's just like, here we are, this is us as a team kind of helps solidify that, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like that I see I see how that's all oh, a piece of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If if you can allow them to contribute into something that they're excited about, it's just going to be really fun. And it doesn't have to be a huge big, you know, dramatic thing in our business and um yeah, it's it's just ways to sprinkle that in because this should be fun, right? And I I know it's, it's easy for us to see. I think, especially women, like we see what's good in other people, right? That's how we get comparison trap, right? <laughs> well, she looks like this. She looks, she looks amazing or she's killing it over here. And so we know what's awesome about these other people. So it shouldn't be that difficult yet. Sometimes we just kind of need, again, that pattern interrupt or that intentionality to get started with, you know, giving those shout outs and those props, even if it's just on the fly, right? Or maybe it is something that you want to plan every Friday. We celebrate how awesome everybody is or, Okay. This person actually got 10 no's. Okay. That's great. She reached out to 10 potential new clients and that's hard to do. They were all no's we'll get the next one. Right. And even celebrating just the progress that people are making it and putting, you know, the showing up part, it's okay to celebrate that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I want to, I don't want to, I love like kind of the positive, <laughs> the positivity um, angle that we're going with all of this and like how to make it like a really, good thing. But I also feel like when it comes to leadership, like you have to at least acknowledge or slightly touch on like some of the not so nice pieces that come with that. Like if you have to have a hard conversation with someone who works for you, whether an employee or a client or, you know, something bad happens, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And you're the one who has to deal with that. Like, is there there anything related to that kind of stuff that, that you touch on or um you know that's kind of like ooh I didn't even ask for this leadership role and now and now I have to deal with these things too kind of thing.
1: Yeah I think there's a lot to be said about transparency where you can have it. I know that's not always possible in every situation, but vulnerability and empathy. These are again terms that we hear a lot about nowadays, but seriously it is that simple. Hey, I know how you feel. I felt the same way when I got my first 10 no's to new clients. But what I found is if I keep going, if there's another client around the corner, what I found is that I can grow and hey, let's take a look at those, those conversations that you started, those sales calls that you had, whatever the situation is, of course. And are you open to some feedback, right? Inviting them and creating that space to say, look, I know this is tough if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, or we'd already be at the top of our game, right? Mm-hmm. We are in growth mode. And so there's going to be things that we fall down on or fall short on. And that is tough, right? We aren't built for just that feeling of failure, but here's the deal is that I don't see this as a failure because, and, and encourage them and how they're growing or how they're learning, not for toxic positive sake, but to really showcase, look, it is both and right. It's hard and it's a good thing to learn from. It's tough and it doesn't feel good, but you are getting somewhere, right? Or I'm here to help fix it, right? And so sharing your own experiences or sharing where you see them, because a lot of times when we are at especially lower levels of companies, when we are so ingrained in this stuff, it's really hard to personally zoom out. Sometimes we need that leader to say, look, here's the big picture, right? This doesn't feel good right now, but here's where you're going. I see this trajectory for you. Or are you happy here? You know, invite those conversations and don't be afraid of them. Lean into those conversations. And it's absolutely okay to say that sucks and that be it. It's okay to not know how to fix it. Know all the answers for how an outcome comes out. And it's okay to say, you know what? Uh, you really dropped the ball. This was the expectation. You didn't meet it. So let's chat about that and just put it in the in the open because it's not fun, but you got to rip the bandaid off as a leader. You got to do it because that is going to be the most helpful and loving thing for them. And maybe they say, you know what, I wanted to hit that milestone, but I really just don't have the skills or know how to do that. Or we need to reprioritize what's on my task list. Or, you know, it could really unveil and um, uh, some, some deeper levels of things that aren't working for them in the business.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And that's just as important as the positive stuff and it sounds like yeah just being there and being able to have those conversations do you recommend like having a check-in or like that like a conversation like how are things going kind of thing even if it's just that like even if nothing negative you know there's nothing that you've noticed that's that's happening but just kind of like scheduled on the books every once in a while to make sure that you're checking in with with the team and like how things are going and how people are feeling because as you said sometimes people don't always either know or remember like that overall vision that I feel like as a business owner is always kind of like in our minds, but I, I feel like we sort of like forget that for an employee or someone who came in, you know, five years into the business, like it might not be always top of mind for them in the same kind of ways and kind of going over those, the big picture stuff to kind of get people like excited about it and reinvigorated about it and make sure everyone's still on the same page about everything like is maybe something yeah. do on a regular basis
1: yeah absolutely i mean if you're gonna build off let's do i love habit stacking so if you're gonna do some sort of regular celebration or win it's okay to also have that be you know a time where we're like oh okay so there's some things that didn't go well this week who has you know something to share or maybe you want to acknowledge some of those either as a group or you know one-to-one however you want to do that but you can do that at the same time you know people will call it you know a rose and a thorn or peak and valley however you want to share those those wins and those challenges. I love the idea of calling it a challenge because it doesn't have to be a valley that goes on forever. It doesn't have to be a thorn in your side that cuts you deep. You know, It can just be like, this is a challenge. How do we work through it together? Wrap it up with celebrating what is going well or what will be going well as a result of that conversation. And especially if you are conflict uh, sensitive like myself, I find that doing it on a regular basis is a lot easier than waiting for a once a quarter long meeting where you're trying to get everybody together and it's just going to be a dreadful thing. Try it every week. See what see what works. You know, I do weekly meetings with my team members and we share our numbers and we share our wins and our challenges mm-hmm. and it takes the wind out of the sails of sailing in the wrong direction. It just yeah. cuts that like stress and that anxiety of oh my gosh, they're going to find out that I just really couldn't get any new clients this week or whatever it is. Yeah, and it just did. makes it normal, you know
0: yeah i and i like we do we do that like at our end of the week team meeting we do like wins and challenge win and challenge also and what i like about it is that you know i always say to them like if we feel if some if if, if either one person is feeling the same challenge for a couple weeks and it like we hear them saying the same thing a couple weeks in a row or several people are saying the same challenge even once like that means it's something we need to look into. And like, I I feel like it gives, at least lets them know, like, I'm aware of how you're feeling and what's going on. And if if something is repeatedly like a challenge, even if it's not like a huge, super huge issue, even if it's like one, like, kind of a little thing, but it's something that's been like annoying everybody for, you know, two weeks in a row, then it's something we're going to like look into. We're going to try to address it. I don't want it to be something that like, yeah, we waited all month or all quarter, before someone felt like it was like appropriate to address it or to, to bring it up, because that's when those conversations are had. Um, exactly, exactly. Really too. But one thing I don't yeah. think I do is like, I don't think that we really do, um, beyond kind of like the daily, like what's, you know, wins and challenges of like what happened in the week. We don't do as much of kind of like that big picture vision. Like, I feel like yeah. we never kind of go over like, our values and like where we're really building towards as a company in a larger sense. Like some of those things that again, are like always in my head and I'm like planning towards, but don't necessarily share like with the team on a regular basis. Cause it's more like, okay, here's what needs to get done this week or this month, like for our clients
1: and whatnot. So I'm feeling inspired to
0: Oh, good i'm glad conversations
1: i think yes well and it can be in that win and loss converse or that win and challenge like if you already do that just be like okay and so we start the meeting by here's our core values we are about authenticity and leadership and here's how we're going to play that out in this meeting or just kind of like tap back to it. it does again doesn't have to be a big thing after that initial you know informing them for the first time of what, what those may be if that's where you're starting which is okay too
0: yeah no i love it thank you what um is there anything else like about anything else that you want to share (laughs) about like leadership uh, especially accidental leadership um any other like tidbits of like things you want to leave us with that we should implement or do or keep in mind
1: yeah just keep your head up just know that it is a process and that's okay. That's part of the business. Right. And there is purpose in that process. You can continue to move forward and it's not going to look perfect. It's not even always going to look pretty and that's okay. But if you're paying attention to how you're setting yourself up and how you're setting your team up, you're going to be going in the right direction.
0: Yeah. I love it. Is there, I always ask at the end of
1: the conversations, if there's one thing you wish you had known more about when you first started your business. Oh, absolutely. The timing is everything. It's not in our control, but if you continue to move forward on a consistent basis and exercise all that good stewardship of your business, when you have one client and build your systems and get everything um, aligned, then you're going to be able to serve a bigger team and client base down the line. And then the celebration piece, and I know we've talked a lot about that, but I wish I would have started that earlier because I spent years feeling like I was such a failure when really I was just growing. I was just growing and that's okay.
0: Yeah, I love that. And is there any any other last word of advice that you'd want to share with the other entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. We need your businesses. We need what you're doing out there. So if you need help, reach out because... It's you don't have to do this alone. If you don't have a team yet or even if you do, you do don't have to do this alone. So find other leaders. you're welcome to come. Uh, find me on Instagram at the Shay Smith or the and connect with me. I'm always here to hype you up because it is kind of a unique position to be in as a leader. Um, so find other leaders that you can have that safe space and be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> and have don't feel like you have to be in that kind of professional setting with your team all the time. So find those leadership buddies that you can rely on um and lock arms with so you could keep going together.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think um uh just say say one more time where people can find you on Instagram
1: and, and your website too. I think I can't remember if you just yeah my that. website is <laughs> theshaysmith.com, and it's shea like the Shea Butter. So S-H-E-A. So I'm theshaysmith.com, and I'm at theshaysmith on Instagram. I do have a free training for you guys. If you do want to work on how to build a consistent business in an inconsistent time, that's a lot about Mm. being a leader is how to do that. And so um, I'll send that for the show notes as well. And again, I just want to encourage you to connect. Um, Feel free to come over and share a win with me on Instagram. I'd absolutely love to celebrate you. And I know it can kind of feel awkward sometimes. So just know that's very normal thing that people message me all the time with their wins. So I'm here and ready to celebrate you.
0: Oh, I love it. I'll message you. You sit mostly on Wednesdays. I'll take a look. I'm totally going to. I love it. Thank you so much. I feel like you just have made like, I don't know, you feel so like approachable and like, I just, I just feel like you made it feel like positive and like, yeah, maybe you're an accidental leader, but that's okay. And here's how you can still be amazing at it. And (laughs) I don't know, I feel like made me feel like, I feel like everyone should go check you out, especially if it's, if that's something that they've been, dealing with or struggling with or, or coming into soon. Right. Cause even, you know, you can plan a little bit, even if it's, it can be accidental, even if you know, it's something that's coming. Um, so hope people go use you as a resource because I would love that. I would love to be that safe space for everybody. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk soon. Great. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast wherever you listen so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes so other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.